0: Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report. Every weekday with Justin and Wes on the Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Plus has been serving Central Arkansas for over 70 years. All the times you've bought a lumber package, power equipment, tools, doors from their door shop, grills, gutters, insulation, you name it. This family-owned company appreciates it. They know you have options and are thankful you continue to choose Whit Davis as your preferred lumberyard and hardware store. So thank you, Whit Davis customers, for 70 years and looking forward to 70 more. Razorback pitcher Gage Wood joins Drive Time Sports every week courtesy of Tacos for Life. At Tacos for Life, for every meal purchased, a meal is provided to a child in need. It's Gage Wood on Drive Time Sports, brought to you by Tacos for Life. Do you need Rainwater, Holton, Sexton? My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this.
1: At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and I don't know, wasn't really that hot out.
0: QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to
1: reignite hair growth
0: without surgery and the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's
1: wife... she loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics.
0: Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class, respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, Equal House. Under. now back to drive time sports live from the eat my catfish studios eat fresh eat local eat my catfish you're safe at home with drive time sports on the buzz radio network drive time sports in the buzz radio network rick schaefer I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's check in with Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Kevin, I would say there is a very important visitor that will be expected this week on the University of Arkansas campus. His name is.
1: Am I supposed to fill in the blank? Grant Grant Nelson. Grant Nelson. Sounds like it. I was going to let you fill in
0: in the blank.
1: <laughs> but
0: Kevin McPherson, I mean, the only getting, person, you know, we, the, Kevin uh, McPherson's the only person that talks about basketball that last week said no, they were never out on Grant Nelson. So I give you
1: credit. You you, you said that that they you left him they left him alone, and now here he is visiting, right? Well, we're going to see. Uh, you know, he's already canceled a visit to <laughs> Baylor that he just. Oh, canceled. really. Okay. And right, that was so he they were down to three schools to visit Baylor, Alabama, then Arkansas at the end. So he didn't make the the, the Baylor trip, and you know, guys, I'm told this is really going to be a there's an NIL bidding war going on, and so uh oh, you know, while he's at Bama, if he likes what he sees and the and, and they fill the bag up, you know, I, maybe he cancels <laughs> the Arkansas. I'm not I'm not projecting or predicting that. I'm saying. <laughs> Everything right now is moment-to-moment in that deal because it's moved pretty fast since he withdrew from the NBA draft. Uh, always, you know, <laughs> going back to late April, before he got in the portal, I was told he was going to get in it and Arkansas would be in it at the end if he decided to not play pro ball, which was the decision. Um, but, you know, I, you know, based on where things are now, I think he's going to take the Arkansas visit, but you just never know because uh, Bama gets him first. And so let's see how that plays out. I I don't want to get crucified over this. I'm going to say it. I've got one source that tells me, and he's using quotes. Uh, This is, you know, I can't cite this source, but he's using quotes, uh, apparently, comments from the family. Uh, They feel like they like Arkansas better than Alabama. Now, those are, you know, that's coming from third party, uh, not direct uh, from me to the family. And, you know, um, when I look at recruiting, it's not always just about what the family wants. The player, you know, he's going to weigh into it. And then if they have these handlers, especially with NIL money, that's going to factor in. So take it with a grain of salt. I'm I'm giving you the info I have. I like to share info when I can. It doesn't mean that I believe he's coming to Arkansas, but I do think it's down to those two. That seems obvious right now. And um, I like Arkansas's chances as much as Alabama's. I'll go that far.
0: Is it really that that cut and drive a deal? Is it is it all about money? Is it all about the NIL deal? Do you think?
1: Well, that's one thing I'm told. Look, opportunity fit. He, this is a guy that wants to play at the next level, and so he he you know he went through the combine. He worked out with teams. Uh, you know, the feedback he got was you know this probably isn't the right time. Uh, to stay in, and so he's obviously looking for a place that can help get him more exposure, better competition, and, and test himself that way, and then get developed while getting that extra exposure than he would get at North Dakota State. With all due respect to that program, uh, you, Alabama and Arkansas offer you know a national platform, and teams that have been ranked you know top ten, top fifteen over the last two or three years. Arkansas has done better than Alabama when you look at postseason. But when you look at regular season, Alabama's probably played a tougher non-conference schedule. I'd say they definitely have some big wins there. They get a lot of national attention, and they've won the SEC uh, conference uh, two of the last three years. So either way, you're going to get that. So, you know, I I do think that and comfort level with what his role would be is going to play into it. But we also know how big NIL is, and this is a top-five transfer. When you're talking about 2,000 or so transfers in the portal this year, and he's ranked in the top five. He's going to be able to command uh, something there. And, and you know, uh, so he just may very well, if all things are equal, everything else is equal, it may come down to who, who ponies up more NIL money.
0: Kevin, does at any point, does this work against, though, the Arkansas program and Eric Musselman, that he basically is only going to play seven or eight?
1: I don't think it hurts Arkansas. I think it could help um, because i you know um, i I think he's a guy that would factor into that seven or eight, and so you know that that's you know that's gonna if you want minutes, if you want heavy minutes and that's part of what you feel like you need to get your numbers up or to, you know because his numbers may not be quite as good as they were at North Dakota state when you're you're the be- you're by far the best player there there'll be other really good players. Trevor in Brazil on the front line in one example. Uh, but, but if you get more minutes, you might be able to, you know, the, you might be able to, you know, if not comparable numbers, good numbers relative to the competition and the players on your own team. And we saw this year Arkansas cut four players that stayed in the draft. And so most of those guys, their numbers probably would have been better if they were the only big dog on, on the team or on campus. But you had a lot of guys that were, you know, uh, battling for numbers there, and, it, and, and and most of those guys feel good about what they accomplished. So, it's it, you know, I think uh, when you look at playing seven or eight, as long as he feels like he's in that mix, I think it, it could help most of them.
0: I'm sure they, they lay out the role, and then in this case, it's up to the player to see exactly where he thinks he's going to fit in. And certainly a lot of that's going to be the competition, uh, at the position that he plays, which is going to determine well, a lot of that.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, Arkansas has had, you know, again, we, I just mentioned the guys that went into the draft and stayed in there. A fifth guy, Devo Davis, another backcourt player came back. So it was mostly backcourt players. I guess Jordan Walsh was a 3-4 combo. He was a small ball four. Uh, but there was a lot of competition, not only for minutes, but role in, in backcourt. So front court, you know, you need more than one. And you need more, you know. You need more than two. And and we've seen Arkansas be really thin on the front court in years past. Last year they had more depth, but their best player, Trevor Brazil, went down with injury. Uh, but to me, you can have a one-two punch on that front line with Brazil and Nelson. And there are plenty of ways to make that work and to be attractive for him uh, to see a, see positives there.
0: Were you kind of surprised at the comment that Jordan Walsh made uh, to the ESPN? Uh, Ryder, now you're going to see the real Jordan Walsh that uh, he had the handcuffs on as he described him <laughs> at Arkansas?
1: Well, I'm not surprised by it. Uh, I'm not. At, at the same time, you know, I probably won't say much more about why I'm not surprised relative to him specifically, but in generally, general speaking, generally speaking, when you're looking at five-star guys coming in and they're young players coming out of high school, They they probably believe they're the best player on the floor. And then sometimes there's some reality in their growth as a player and their development that sets in, and and they may not be able to see it right away. And so I think, you know, when you try to get a player to play to their strengths and not necessarily numbers that they got in high school, uh, you know, uh, looking back on it 12 months later now that you're moving on to the next level, you may not be fully seeing – you may not see the full picture of how it helped you. And some players are more mature and they get it earlier and sooner, and, and some it may take a while, and some guys may never see it. They may think, you know what, I went there and I had the handcuffs on, and that's just what it is. So you know, but I'm not surprised by that coming from Jordan. A, B, I'm not surprised by it. sometimes in general these five-star guys, you know, they but they expect <laughs> they expect the, the keys to the kingdom when they step on campus sometimes.
0: Yes, from our. Um... Asher Record Service Company, Live In Feedback, Savage says, As Hoop Scoop, does Nelson fit with this roster? And what the, where does that push Jalen Graham if he comes?
1: Yeah. When we saw Arkansas last year, guys got to play and got opportunities. Injury played into that. Um, but, but, you know, you, you know you look at Bay fall who's expected to come in by the way sometime in June guys we'll see how that plays out but he's a freshman even though he's a McDonald's all-American Mussman prefers guys with experience and so I think you know you look at that you know you've basically got four frontliners if once McKay, Mitchell you know Jalen Graham Trevor Brazil and, and if you added a Nelson uh, but I, and I think he fits great because of his versatility he can do a lot with the basketball handling the basketball at 611. And I think it only helps other players. Uh, the, the more multiple each one of your guys can be and, and things they can do and create matchup problems, then it opens up for others. You know, Arkansas had talent last year and guys that normally would create maybe matchup problems, but all the seemed like all the players had the same strengths and lack uh, in other areas in the same areas, like three-point shooting, mid-range shooting. And so everything, defense gets to just sag in and pick and choose. Guys like Trevor and Brazil and Grant Nelson make it very difficult to do that because of their skill level their size, their athletic talent, and all these things. So you, if you can go from one of those guys who Musselman called Brazil, one of the top five players in the SEC when he went down to injury, and you can add another premier player alongside him, I don't think there's a conflict there. I think it only helps everybody.
0: Okay, I've, I've not seen – I can't remember the game when Arkansas played against North, North Dakota State. Kevin, if you can, kind of elaborate on Grant Nelson's game. Um, is he like uh, a Trevon Brazil?
1: Well, I think Brazil's probably a more efficient shooter from three and from facing the basket, but Nelson is good enough where defenses have to respect it. I think he's the better ball handler in certain situations. And at six eleven, he can drive. He can, if he, he can get to a driving angle, get by a guy. He's, he's quick and a long strider at that and get to the rim. If you wall him off or help comes, he can then turn turn his back and now he's backing guys down and he's got true low post moves he can drop step baseline he can turn over either shoulder going left or right into the paint and finish and so he goes from a ball a primary handler to a post player and you know there's just not a lot of guys that bring those elements and and package those kind of things together you go back and look at his numbers nearly you know uh, between nine and ten rebounds a game you know it's not high major level but still that's very good Uh, nearly two blocks a game. He's probably behind defensively uh, relative to his offense. That's That's true with a lot of players that are young.
0: Hang on, Kevin. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Joined again by Kevin McPherson, submitted known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Kevin, we are of the number opinion one spot, one spot only that's left on this current Arkansas roster. Thirteen scholarship players. Grant Nelson doesn't end up at Arkansas. Is there a next?
1: Yes, yes. Arkansas um uh, we'll see how long it would play out after that. Um you know I don't anticipate Eric Mussman's gonna let that scholarship go unfilled to start the season. How soon next would be I, I don't wanna, you know, speculate right now. Um right now they're focused on Grant Nelson. You know, like I said before, we went went into the break. You know, I, I like Arkansas's chances as much as Alabama's, but I'm not I'm not predicting on this one, or I'm not in a place where I, I will right now or can. Uh, and you hear different things, but I, I do think Arkansas. You know, there was a player or two that Arkansas could have taken and could have had uh, while they were waiting on Ron Holland and Grant Nelson to make his decision and Jordan Walsh for that matter, um, and, and 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 miss on a couple of guys they could have had. So. Uh, they got some really good feedback. I mentioned this on Friday. They, they thought they were getting Holland. Obviously, that didn't pan out. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think they were ever really comfortable that Walsh would return. Um, but I think at one point they, they thought it was a toss-up, and so they had to, you know, basically leave it open in case. Um, so, you know, one or two guys got away that, that I, I wouldn't put on the level of a Holland or a Grant Nelson for sure. Uh, and, and so you, you give yourself your best chance to land those guys. you got to have a scholarship open if you're telling them you got a place for them. Uh, if this doesn't work out, though, to answer your question, I do think Arkansas will circle back on some things and, and continue to you know, close on a decision on who they would prefer to fill that, that one spot. By the way, guys, Arkansas, is, not only are they back on campus, went through physical, started summer school, they're already doing limited practice work. I had a story at hogbill.net today about that. Some of the stuff they typically go through early on and they're already doing drill work. But the big takeaway right now is they've got nine scholarship players that are full participants. I mentioned in the first segment Bay falls, not on campus yet. Uh, Trevor Brazil is going through his process. He told us, you know, a few months ago, it'd probably be sometime in September before he was full go. So it's expected that he'd be a limited participant. And then, you know, Makai Mitzel's in a walking boot or has been, and, and and he's a non-participant right now in practice. I think he's expected to make a full recovery in time for the season, uh, and it obviously return to practice before the season. Uh, but those are you know those are three guys and frontline guys at that. Uh, you've got twelve on scholarship right now, so that means nine guys and two walk-ons are doing the, you know doing all the drill work. Like I said, I think uh, Trevor in Brazil's doing some things, but, but limited. For now, That's to be, well, that was to be expected. Uh, but this just goes to show you, Arkansas is usually not, you know, starting up. They, there may be injuries in, in June and other parts of the preseason where guys sit out for a little bit, but, you know, they don't have all hands on deck yet. Uh, and, and they've had a little bit of an injury bug here, uh, you know, nothing serious. You know, Trevor Brazil's injury was serious, but it was months ago. We know that it was back in December, so. Uh, just a little bit shorthanded as they start things off in practice, but you know it's four hours a week. They're getting a lot done in there. Grant Nelson, Nelson by the way, on his visit, I'll have a chance to check him out at practice because that's you know they're they're already into it.
0: I don't know if this is the year of the injury for all of Arkansas sports, but man, <laughs> there have been a rash of injuries in all sports. Kind of scared me a second ago, and you you start talking about. Mitchell in a walking boot. We know about Brazil coming back off of his injury, and jeez, I hate to think starting the year off sounds like uh, already with some some injuries. Um, former Razorback transferring to Missouri, Conover Vanover. Were you surprised at that move?
1: No, I, I knew he they were interested in him, and uh, I'm not surprised by it. Connor, you know Connor's. Then at the high major level, this will be his third stop. Remember, he started as a true freshman at Cal and started a good number of games there before transferring to Musselman's first year. That was part of his first recruiting class just a few weeks into the job. Um, and and he sat out the redshirt year. Back then he had to sit out still unless you got your waiver approved, which really required the school you're transferring from to, to, to basically greenlight it. And Cal didn't do that. And so he sat out. He played two years at Arkansas. Uh, you know, got the got the, the transfer to Oral Roberts and was able to get you know, get cleared to play right away. And so this will be his fourth school and his third high major stop. And I think Connor's always wanted to prove himself at the high major level. He had good games for a not very good Cal team. He had some good games and helped Arkansas, but it was sporadic and not a you know, not an ongoing role in the top seven rotation for the most part in his two years, but he did help that team. Um, and then we'll see what he's able to do for a Missouri team that, you know, had, had a bounce back under under Dennis Gates in his first year, had an NCAA tournament team, you know, after kind of, you know, floundering there for a while. Uh, so we'll see how Connor's able to help uh, Missouri in the SEC. We know Arkansas gets some round robin home and away every year. That's one of the teams they play, do that every year with. And so Arkansas get get to look at him twice if he's healthy.
0: And I would think Razorback fans would welcome him warmly. Uh, you know, he he didn't play much at the end of his last year at Arkansas, so it wasn't his fault that he left, wouldn't you agree? But he was a. I agree. He, he was the number right, one always, cheerleader on the bench. Yeah, he was. That's exactly right.
1: It, it, yeah. And I, and I always say, if a guy's not playing, the probably the best thing for him is to go somewhere where he can play. You know, and, and even even if it's an an in-state guy. I mean, Connor was part of Arkansas's program for three years. I mentioned the redshirt season. He, was, he spent a lot of time there. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, he he's sure a guy that should, in my opinion, get some warm uh, reception when he when he comes back to Fayetteville.
0: Uh, this from Underdog, he says, Nelson reminds me of Gordon Hayward before he broke his leg. Ask Hoopscoop if he's that good, in his opinion.
1: Gordon Hayward played at Butler, took Butler to the championship game, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, but it, and he was a young star uh, in the NBA uh, before he got hurt, and he's still a good player. But he's not what he was. He, uh, you know, but you know, but, that's I, I'd say Gordon's, but got better range as a shooter, and and probably you know neither guy's going to blow you away with quickness. Um, so you know there are some comparisons there when you start talking about. But but Grant's a you know uh, as a as a taller, longer player. Uh, a little bit different, uh, but I'd say there are. You know, I, I don't know if I'm ready to put him on that level of a of talent, even in, at the college level right now. Uh, Gordon Hayward was here's was an uh, All-American, special and, and, and this young man could be could maybe prove to be wherever his next stop is.
0: Well, the thing about uh, Hayward, he was so smart. He had great instincts on the floor, and um, and then unfortunately that injury. Uh, he was such a disappointment. I I was so excited uh, when he was going to Boston. I thought, man, this is the final yeah. piece that was missing. But he just couldn't regain that form because of uh, the injury he had suffered.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he, he, he wasn't the same player. And very crafty. You know, you talk about his smarts. He had a counter move for everything you threw at him. Uh, and, and he and he had some of that stuff as a college player. And he said, "Ooh, this looks like the NBA kind of." you know, extra stuff that he had in his craft. And, you know, I don't know that Grant's quite at that level, but he's got some really nice stuff in his arsenal. Um, You know, and he he stands out to me compared to a lot of guys in the college game now. And then you factor in 6'11", it's just, I'm not going to call him a unicorn, but, you know, that that phrase gets thrown around. I think, you know, Trevor Brazil and then having a guy like him in Arkansas would really present some matchup problems. Sound like they mirror
0: each other, Kevin.
1: In some ways, I you know I think Brazil again I think he's a little better shooter, um, and you know I think Brazil's probably a little better, you know Brazil's quickness in flashing and passing lanes and running the floor. Grant Nelson does some of that stuff, but I don't know I don't I don't know that he's as electric uh, as as we've seen uh, Trevor and B in certain scenarios and so. But there are similarities. There's no doubt size, length, athleticism. Grant no Snow for quickness, and they both can really put pressure on defend, defenses and defenders because you can't—they're not stationary guys, and they're not just around the basket guys. They can beat you 30 feet in, even if it's not a shot they're taking from 30 feet. They can handle it well enough to beat you off the dribble, make the pass. Uh, Kevin, a we gotta go. Game and run to the Thank rim. you,
0: Kevin.